0: All right, people, listen up. We got Glenn, we've got Maggie. Now let's get out of here while the getting
1: is good. Rick, can I have a word with you? Well, we're kind of
0: busy, but what the hell? Speak your mind, Oscar.
1: Rick, I really appreciate a lawman like you taking a former prisoner such as myself into your group. Why, the way we're staging this harrowing near-suicidal rescue mission to save our own people... It's simply inspiring.
0: Well, Oscar, you see how we've taken care of our own. We do the same for
1: the least of us. That's something in a world like this. You know, I was thinking of how I could play a larger role in the group. And it's something I want... Oscar,
0: look out! It's a suspiciously Wolverine-looking Shane out for revenge! I'd shoot him, but I'm having a psychotic
1: break! Oh, God! I've been shot!
0: Oh, Rick, Rick! Should we help him, you know, get, get him over the wall? No, Maggie, look at the poor son of a bitch. He's dead for sure.
1: Oh, no, wait, man. It hit me in the shoulder.
0: Maggie, he's suffering. Really? It went clean through. Herschel can patch me up. Maggie, you know we don't let our own turn. You know what you need to do. What the
1: hell? I'm getting up. I'm standing. Look, I'm on my feet.
0: <laughs> oh, curse this shithole world we live in, forcing us to make the tough calls. Oh, God, Oscar... If only you could make it back. Man, I know. I know I could have found a place for a man of your talents and skin pigmentation. Wait, who is that? Is that a slightly better looking, more established African American actor I see up ahead?
1: Hello, folks. People call me Tyrese.
0: Well, pleased to meet you. You know, we just had a spot open up in our group and I think you'd fit right in.
1: Well, you sounded upset, and I heard gunshots. What's wrong?
0: Oh, that? Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Say, what happened to the girl you're with?
1: Yeah, she's bit by a walker. We're on the run, we're outnumbered, and we're in a desperate situation. Well, we got to bring her back and save her! i don't know rick she's pretty bad off and and when she dies she
0: dies of course we will give her boyfriend or her husband or lover or whatever some time to grieve and process it we're talking basic human dignity here now come on
1: wow rick i I don't know what to say your group seems like
0: what now hold on that's getting pretty wordy there t-dog
1: that's not my name
0: okay theodore whatever save it for next season come on people let's go
1: Watching Dead Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. We are part of the Bald Move Network. Find everything we do at baldmove.com. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're covering Season 3, Episode 8, entitled Made to Suffer. Suffer. I gotta say, I don't know why this episode is called Made to Suffer. Can you, can you incite me a little bit here? Uh, Give me some uh, knowledge. It seems like last week would have been a better title for Made to Suffer. That's what I thought. And last week's title would have been better for this one.
0: Um... I can talk more about that in the spoiler section.
1: Okay, fair enough. What'd you think of the episode? This is the mid-season finale. It's a good
0: episode, but I gotta say, I something about the way they ended it or the cliffhanger itself just didn't sit right with me. I felt okay. like, it, and maybe that's, anno- you know, maybe that's just annoyance of having to wait for two uh, months arbitrarily. Yeah. Um, but when I contrast that to like Boardwalk Empire. Which aired the same night, and I saw immediately after that one. And what a super satisfying season finale it was! Hmm. It's hard not to make a comparison there.
1: Yeah, or you look at stuff like Breaking Bad. I mean, Breaking Bad has always got these really satisfying finales, even though they uh, some of them are cliffhangers. The yeah, they just strike most of a, them. They bring everything back together and just kind of give you some closure, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this episode does not do that. This they get Maggie and Glenn back. But Daryl is up in the air for yeah. sure. No, I, I there's a lot more I got to say, but I But but what'd you think uh probably the eight, quality of it? Eight An eight? Yep. That's fair. I mean four out of five stars. Yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time giving it a number because it didn't seem like it was as good as last episode to me. I really, really liked last yes. episode. But at the same time, there was nothing I really disliked about this episode at all. Uh
0: huh. You know, I it think it just this didn't is,
1: hit me as hard as last episode did.
0: I think this is also the first Walking Dead where the penultimate episode was better than the finale, uh, yeah. So it's like I've always got the sensation that the show is kind of building to a crescendo during the finale, mm-hmm. and I feel like last week's maybe was a, a more finale-ish, uh, yeah, episode.
1: Well, you also have to think, okay, this is the mid-season, right? This right. Is the, I this know is it sucks halfway for them through to... the season. When you go and watch this on DVD two years from now, yeah. You're, gonna it's, just, you're just going to zoom right past this and be like, "Oh, what happens to yeah, Daryl?" Can't wait. Click the yeah. next episode, right? So it's not really much of a cliffhanger. Also, it feels like half an episode because of that. Ha- half an episode. You know, this,
0: How do you? It, this feels like an old school like Star Trek: The Next Generation, Best of Both Worlds. Oh, one, Oh, yeah, like, yeah. To be continued. Should the, be at the end. Even of this. the dramatic structure, it doesn't have like a one act, two act, three act. It's first mm-hmm. act. We're in the middle of the second act. Yeah, and boom, we're going to. just make you wait yeah that's so, the nature
1: of cliffhanger season enders sure you know? sure
0: but i i think there's that i think that's why we just hit the nail on the head because breaking bad for classic example season three yeah. they had a whole climax and then they tacked on the you know kind of confrontation it kind of built and and then you had the thing where you know i don't want to spoil it
1: yeah are you talking about season four
0: i'm talking about season three that was a cliffhanger. But I felt like that okay. episode itself had a first, second, third act, and then that was like a okay. I thought like you were after going, the credit sequence, I thought you were
1: going for the example that was not a cliffhanger, which no, is no, no, season no. four. Season four is yeah. a yeah a denouement. Closing, or denouement, yeah. or whatever. Anyway, okay. So we've got marks a bunch of stuff to talk about. We do. Do you um, have any news? First of
0: all, I you know we're getting this cast out a little bit late, but I hope the little <laughs> skit at the beginning uh, yeah. was worth our worth worth your while or worth the wait. Uh, We also have some network news. Uh, We've got a new show that's coming out. It's not a television show. It's uh, the Bacaw show.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So we – there's three ladies out in L.A. uh, that do a weekly show. Um, It's different than anything that we've done before. (laughs) Very. Uh, The thing that's in common is it's got excellent audio quality. Um, They're profane mm-hmm. uh, The subject matter is, like, I think their tagline is uh, Sex, books, and mascara Not necessarily in that order uh. um, They just did their third year anniversary uh, Cast We uh, met them about two years ago And kind of had some mutual admiration For their show And, and they liked our breaking good And we've talked before about Kind of joining the forces doing stuff But we're bringing them on officially It's going to be another source of content When we're on our little brief hiatuses also talking yeah. to one of the hosts, Jerilyn, about doing me and her. Uh, wait a second, <laughs> I'm talking about doing another podcast, television centric with her. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to make any promises. Yeah, I was gonna say don't. make any premature announcements, but that's. Yeah. I, I really want to to get the uh, you know something going. God, that yeah. keeps yeah getting something going with her.
1: Uh, <laughs> are you trying pod- to bring it back no, to I'm, sex books and I'm, mascara? I'm really trying to. where it's going? I'm not really trying I not thought to their last episode was hilarious. Number it 49. Yeah, yeah. Really funny. These girls are. i Okay. We probably have a lot of dudes listening to our cast. A fair, I'm sure. A of
0: surprising it. amount of women. Not a surprising amount of women. a uh, uh What you would expect. A well balanced amount of
1: women listening to us. But. The dudes are probably going to say, oh, I don't want to listen to this. Trust me, guys. They're funny. They're crude. Right. They're not just talking about mascara the entire time. Although they do talk about. But they leave all their product reviews for the end, so you can just shut it off. That's true. And that's what they even said last episode. So, (laughs) so. uh, But, yeah, that's
0: that's exciting. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the uh, outro. Yeah. Uh, We also have, just wanted to get this out again, uh, Bald Move Meetup in Boulder, Colorado at Avery Brewing. Uh, got some thumbs up from people on Facebook and okay. um, uh, email that that's a good location to pick. So it's going down. Yeah, Friday, February 1st, at 7 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be there. Jim's going to be there. Eric and Jesse. All of the personal arrogance are going to be there. Yeah, Eric and Jesse, the, the main hosts and all of their entourage. Uh, uh-huh. It should be a good time. So Also, don't forget the Pimper intro music.
1: Yeah, that's my brother's band, My Steriana. You can find their stuff at my Steriana Music. Dot com
0: Man I think that's enough
1: goddamn preamble Let's get to this recap Let's do it So we start out with Tyrese And his group of survivors Struggling to make it Through the woods Uh They get accosted As the thunder By zombies the <laughs> and, and the walkers bite <laughs> Oh yeah Should've been the walkers
0: bite Damn Yeah So close to a good joke Come
1: on man <laughs> Uh So One of them stupidly Gets bit And they take refuge In the prison When they discover it Right Uh I don't know about you, but the ground is not the place where I want to look in a zombie apocalypse. I can survive tripping and falling.
0: Uh-huh. I can't
1: survive a zombie bite. Right. This girl is just staring at the ground and, oh, a, and yeah. holding her arm out like a chicken. Limb, yeah. Uh-huh. And the zombie comes out I'm and bites
0: it. i constantly amazed at how meekly people take getting bit <laughs> Like, they freeze and go, like, ah. like, as the walkers slowly grabbing, slowly yeah. moving their limb. <laughs> like, you know, it's like. If you had a little brother and sister that you knew was a biter, Uh as soon as you felt some presence, you'd be like, yank.
1: You'd like twitch.
0: It's like, what the fuck? Get away from me. I do that with
1: my brother anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're surrounded (laughs) by fucking cannibal zombies. I would think that as soon as you feel a cold, slimy thing grab you, you would freak the fuck out. You wouldn't just sit there and be like, ah, for five seconds. (laughs) You'd be a little more on edge. They totally take this like a champ. That's one There's way of putting nobility. it. There's a nobility. There's a nobility, and they're just, I'm just going to accept yeah. it. Uh, what the hell? They you, want
1: to maintain their dignity you throughout to, the zombification process. <laughs> yeah, you
0: managed to get a good grip
1: on me, so I guess yeah. you've earned it. You've Fair earned enough. it. Fair enough. Yeah, so like I said, they roll up on the prison, and we find out that the I prison has one been other blown to hell. Okay.
0: These survivors are automatically crappier than Rick's because they've been out here for as long as they have. And the best weapon they could find is a shovel. Yeah. Like, they I, mean, I don't expect them to have Gerber well, purpose-built prob- zombie-killing weapons.
1: They actually on. started out with katanas and machetes <laughs> and Uzis, but they just leave them every time they kill one. Uh, Did you see the guy stuck the axe mm-hmm. or the machete into the guy's head? Yeah, I m- noticed that, too. It. I noticed yeah, that, too. No problem. So they started out with tons of weapons. Uh, uh, but yeah, the prison has been blown away on the backside of it. There's a huge hole in the fence, a massive, uh, chunk of the building has been taken out. It's funny cause I mentioned like,
0: you know, when they, they mentioned in the very first episode, like Daryl looks off camera and says, my God, there's a giant wall blown or a hole blown into the wall. Oh. I'm like, why didn't they just show us that? Like, is it a budget reason? And I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. And now huh. we see this enormous set that had a blown out section of it. Yeah, it's like you couldn't film that from a reverse angle, and
1: that's weird. That that, that cried out for inset. Cheryl shot. said that. Yeah.
0: Oh man, we're starting. We're starting off pretty negative, aren't we? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we are. We've torn this this episode a new butthole, and hasn't even got the credits yet.
1: Uh, so this scene also introduces Tyrese. Tyrese. Um, he's a character who, t- <laughs> this is not a huge spoiler alert, is in the comics. Yes. Uh, so people who read the comics were looking forward to. To getting a glimpse of him, which we, didn't, we weren't sure was going to happen, you know? He's got a
0: occupational hazard of being black on the show. The danger. So will he
1: make it through
0: season 3.5? I the will question. chug a fifth if he... Uh, t- no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm kidding. We'll get to that.
1: Uh, so it was good to see him. Uh, we go over to Woodbury, where Andrea is trying to fix her sex hair. Oh, she's got uh, the sexy sex hair. <laughs> And she tells the governor, hey, I got to go over and help uh, cremate Mr. Coleman, guy from last episode who died. Right. And she has apparently fully bought into the governor's new world order here because she's just she's into him. You know, everything is good. Yeah. And
0: and these people, you know, they're not just here for protection. They're here for, you know,
1: for a better life. Yeah, for a better life. Yeah. He's creating a new world. Uh, But as soon as she leaves, the governor goes to a zombie room and tries to play with his daughter. Uh, Very unsuccessfully, might I add. Yeah. And also, so if he really thinks that
0: there's a little girl inside there, Mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on with her being in a room full of zombie heads?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that can't help.
0: Like, is he trying to raise a psychotically uh, unbalanced zombie daughter?
1: I mean... Well, here's what i thought was happening in this scene so he's got that big bowl of meat over on his table right? right and she keeps looking at it and he's like look at me look at me i think he's trying to train her trying to to have her overcome her zombie predilections towards meat Well and And actually have a relationship with her. And and
0: and combing her hair and playing the music, all that I buy. I'm just saying that maybe you don't put her in the room full of zombie heads if you want her to be normal. Is he
1: gonna keep her? Andrea is in every other room. I don't
0: know. It's just it's another one of those things where the zombie heads was a nice useful visual shorthand, for this is the bad guy, you know. Yeah, yeah but but and it also is a direct scene right out of the comic book but it doesn't seem to fit the kinder gentler image they portrayed of the governor
1: and also mm-hmm. it doesn't fit yeah. the
0: narrative arc that like I'm starting to suspect and again I'm I'm ju- I'm doing a cardinal sin of judging the show before it's half over mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe what they should have done is just playing the governor as a straight up good guy yeah. And, and 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 maybe we see him kill the National Guard, and and maybe it's maybe they could even make that somewhat justified. And then when Penny dies, that's when he goes batshit, governor crazy, hmm. and that would be his. You know, that kind of seems like what they're doing anyway. I was gonna so, say, yeah, is
1: that happening now?
0: That's one of the things where this episode felt weird to me because it's like, again, it felt a little
1: gear grindy. So you didn't buy his. His reasoning, uh, I look at the heads to remind oh, me of what's hell, out there. that's – no. Okay. I mean, this dude I, not as silly what as What I do
0: like about him is that he's got this slick politician thing down. Mm-hmm. Like, he can spin – he's ready for spin at a moment's notice. We
1: thought about all of this before. I don't know if, if he does or if he's this, just a
0: really good liar on eh, his feet. Because the other enough. thing is, I bet we find out that he's nobody. He's like a, just a pathological mm-hmm. liar and a con man kind of –
1: who, who does he he doesn't profess to be anybody does no
0: he? he's been very I mean yeah you'd think that in all of their long bone sessions maybe Andrew would have found something out about the in him other than his name is Philip. that's still all she knows about she's this been guy. calling
1: out the whole the wrong name the whole time <laughs> <laughs> what oh Philip <laughs> oh, right <laughs> yeah anyway. Uh, I did notice that teeth clicking seems to run in the family because his daughter is clicking mad teeth over there. That's
0: got to be, again, I think that's that was intentional. All right. Teeth if click. he turns
1: into a walker, starts clicking his oh, teeth. Oh, he's going
0: to click his teeth like uh, remote control. Yeah. Click, 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 click.
1: Uh, so we go over to Glenn and Maggie in their uh, tortured chamber. They're recovering. Uh-huh. Um, Maggie kind of voices the theme of the show here, the the horrible nature of the people and the real threat during the zombie apocalypse is the people right uh, and she had forgotten about that and then Glenn goes over rips the bones out of a zombie's arm and heals a zombie's her. arm right off like could you do that do you think you could I, rip an arm off a
0: zombie Well I was just we we're saying that like you know on Thanksgiving like I did the annual turkey fry. Hmm. And part of the thing I do, like, when I'm getting leftovers, because no one seems to like like the turkey legs, um, the drumsticks, you know? Really? So I was wrenching this drumstick out of socket, and I'm like, damn. I mean, it was putting up a decent amount of fight. I had to kind of, like, twist it around. Uh And I'm like, okay, so, like, a human shoulder is, like, three or four times bigger as a joint yeah and else is kind of rotten so it's probably i I think that glenn put his back into it It wasn't easy but he he got some leverage and he just wrenched it right off yeah i think unlike a walker just tearing someone open like it's a (laughs) like it's a rotten grapefruit i Uh, i I buy that you could tear a, a shoulder off like that
1: okay i do too i think he could um Not much more to say about that scene.
0: Giving her a bone dagger.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see that come into play next. It's pretty gruesome. uh, Next couple scenes here. Uh, Michonne leads Rick and the crew into Woodbury. They're kind of camped outside there. um, And she goes away for a second. Jets, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she expected them to follow her, didn't she? No, because she didn't say, like, follow or or make eye contact. She
0: just, yeah, but,
1: again... She didn't say anything. Why the hell wouldn't she communicate this? This is the biggest problem I have with Michonne, is her unwillingness to say anything that could that could defend her in these seemingly weird situations. Yeah. Like Rick grabs her, says, Where the hell did you go? She's like, puts her hands up. Right. She couldn't say I was finding a freaking way in. I was trying to kill the governor. Right. I was trying to save Andrea, who is in there by the way. Jesus. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh I'm ranting a little early here. (laughs) Uh so yeah, they run off into Woodbury uh, through this this hole in the building. I don't know where they go. Mm. Doesn't really show it. Um, I mean, the,
0: the, it does seem like Woodbury is a pretty easy place to infiltrate if you're an ambulatory human. Yeah, I mean that I think that, so. that wall's not exactly airtight.
1: Yeah, it's made out of it's tires. a stack
0: of tires in places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a a kid's jungle gym, and you know, like you'd see it yeah. like that as a playground
1: for them to climb. So yeah, uh, so the governor. Is consulting with Merle about taking out the people in the prison. And Merle shows some concern about Daryl being there. And the governor promises, I won't hurt Daryl. Of course not.
0: And also, the governor's dead set against moving to the prison.
1: Yeah, he doesn't think that's a good place for the people to be. They wouldn't like it. Right.
0: But Dean's probably right. This crew is
1: Pillsbury dose off. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, We see that later in the attack. Uh, then we go over to Rick and his a minute! What about
0: Maggie and Glenn? we will be taken to the Screamer Pits.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. What are the Screamer Pits? We never saw them because they been, got
0: rescued. I've been in one before. It's oh, called really? Twilight Breaking Dawn, <laughs> Episode 2. was <laughs> <laughs> uh, this concert for two hours. <laughs>
1: Um nice. anyway, yeah, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see it. I did too. I wish they hadn't recu- rescued Maggie and Glenn.
0: Oh, wait. I bet they're talking about the um those pits, those tiger pits that they got dug with a little motion attractor. Really? Yeah. They were going to throw them in there? Why? Well, that's the only, I mean, it's a pit and I bet could a human get out of that? Not with a bunch of zombies down in the bottom?
1: Well, yeah, not with zombies just, in them. That's what I'm but, saying.
0: I was like, I think that they just count okay. on those constantly being full of zombies and they ah. just, you know, throw Glenn and Maggie down there and they'll get some fresh zombies to play with. Hmm. Or Look. Glenn will kill them all. Just don't send him down there with, <laughs> with a chair. A chair. <laughs> yeah. Do not arm him. Maybe a Lazy Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's soft enough. Lazy Boy Recliner, it would take long to rip the padding off. And to peel get to. the bones out of it. Yeah, but if he yeah. did, if he got to that, like, Lazy Boy endoskeleton. Oh, imagine what he could do with a spring. He would, like, you give him that in five minutes, he'd construct, like, the power loader from Aliens. <laughs> and he'd be coming out. Yeah, he'd have a gauze cannon from Half-Life. <laughs> Bull. The man is lethal with chairs as weaponry
1: Nice uh, So we go back over to Rick and crew Who have moved into the building inside Woodbury And they're kind of looking for a way To uh, to figure out where Maggie and Glenn are And Michonne thought they'd be there mm-hmm. uh, But they weren't And someone comes looking for curfew breakers, I guess Cletus
0: the slack-jawed yokel <laughs> yeah, From Springfield, in, Illinois
1: Saying, I know you're in here Right Uh, he comes in and they bust him up. Yeah. They, they rough this guy up. They shove a rag in his mouth and then knock him out.
0: There's kind of like the start of some kinky shit. Rick's all like, get on your knees, (laughs) tie him up, (laughs) open your mouth. He's like, what the fuck is happening next?
1: (laughs) I did not sign up for this. Yeah. I just don't know why you put a rag in a guy's mouth to knock him out. (laughs) I don't know. So
0: he doesn't scream when he's unconscious.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, so Michonne is, in my opinion here, looking for Andrea when she bolts, right? She's not looking for the governor.
0: No. She's looking for
1: Andrea to try to save her.
0: I don't think so. I think she goes to the – I mean, I'm surprised you said that because now that I'm thinking about it, that could be plausible, but I got that she's totally off to confront the governor, which seemed a bit odd.
1: It does seem a bit odd. That's why I thought it was Andrea.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, why? I understand that maybe she's mad that the governor tried to kill me, well, if she's looking for Andrew. Why does she go to governor's
0: apartment? And then, when she finds out she's not there, why does she instantly sit down and bare her blade? Why wouldn't uh, I, she continue to look? I assumed. I well, felt like I'm she here, arrived there. Why her, not? I felt like she arrived there to destination okay. and was now loitering for waiting for the governor to come around.
1: That might be true. You might be right. Uh, we move on to the prison, and Axel is creepily hitting on Beth, who we find out is seventeen. Which, by the way, age.
0: I would have sworn she was 35 last season. She's pulled a reverse Vets. Carl Jr. Carl Jr. is <laughs> aged 10 years. Uh-huh. She is regressed. Like, and I noticed, this is the first episode I really noticed, yeah, she's pretty damn young.
1: Yeah, she looks young. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but that's not stopping Axel. Axel's hitting on everything that moves in this you prison. Fo- you follow him? <laughs> and uh, Carol calls him out, uh, literally calls him out of the room and says, hey... <laughs> Uh, you, you can't do this. She's too young for you. You, mm-hmm. you creep. Right. Uh, and he's like, well, look, there aren't very many choices here. You're a lesbian. Uh, Lori's dead. She's right. like, well, 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 I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. And he's he got the short hair. Right. You got that short hair. <laughs> Just so weird. I don't like this guy. Right. He's very creepy. Right. Um. But Carol sets him straight and crushes his hope with a uh, stinging comeback. Mm. I really liked it. Yeah, he's like, "Well, things are getting interesting." No, not they're not. Really. <laughs> yeah,
0: more to follow. This is not a dead
1: storyline. We've got That's a little bit true. more in this episode. Uh, I really do like here the the character development that they're giving Carl, though, because this episode he he actually does a lot of stuff. You know, um, when Axel is in that that room in that cell, Carl's sitting there watching what's going on, and he's wise. He knows. He knows uh, Axel's trying to hit on her, and he's right. crossing his arms and giving him the eye. And right. Like, you're horning in on my girl. Get out of here, dude. Right. Maybe not the best idea to leave a 10-year-old in charge of the prison. Yeah, but uh, – so Rick is in a tough spot here, right? Because he's got to take all of his good guys with him to get well, Glenn and Maggie out. There's a debate. We
0: got to – Oh, someone, okay. Yeah, there's a there's a feedback debate coming, so save that. Save it. Us. Okay.
1: we Will do. Uh, we move on to Maggie and Glenn once again trying to get free – um, when Merle comes to execute them, but they fail and Merle, uh, Maggie straight up gags them. this dude. It, yeah. Right through like, the neck with the bones. N- s- staring him right in the face too. She looked, <laughs> you're going to know who did this. She looks savage.
0: Yeah. I liked it.
1: Yeah. That's good. Considering what they've been through, you know? Yeah. She should she look savage. No shit. She was like primed and ready. Definitely. Uh, that's all I really had to say about this scene. Cause that was freaking awesome. Uh, we go on to Rick and uh his gang again. You know, we both said at
0: this point that we were having Counter-Strike flashbacks. Yeah, when they're
1: in the corrugated steel that looks like they're
0: making their way through D nuke, man.
1: <laughs> it really did. It really did. And then
0: when they when they threw in flashbangs and smoke, and I'm smoke. like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: so yeah, let's talk T- about the T- scene they um, down. They they rescue Glenn and Maggie here. Um, Thanks to that array of grenades that Daryl brought. Um, Unfortunately, at the same time, they alert Woodbury security and the governor in the process. Right. Everyone in the town, apparently. Yeah, yeah. The governor sends out all the alarms. Um, Not a whole lot to say about this scene, I guess. What scene? Uh, Well, well, is this the scene where he's talking with Andrea? Yeah, yeah. It's the next scene. Um, The governor sends his goons out to search the city for anybody who's there. And, uh, and Andrea comes up and he's she's trying to say, "Hey, I want to help out. I want to do this." And he's super patronizing. Yeah, he's like, "Look, uh, Tits McGee, uh,
0: you need <laughs> to sit this one out. Let the let the yeah. boys do the work." Although, uh, did you notice that Olympic archer girl or or Shitty Bow Girl, as I, I, I called her, was front and center, ears all tucked, ready to go?
1: Yeah. She have bow and hands. Plus,
0: plus it's like what's hilarious about her is so she just kind of sticks out. It's like all these kind of rough and tumble, generic redneck bad dudes and her. Yeah. And then when they're like when the governors later on get pontificating about something and they're like doing this low pan over the goons' legs. And then you skip to the girl in the hot pants <laughs> and it just keeps on going. <laughs> it's like one of these things doesn't belong <laughs> here. One of these things isn't the same.
1: Nice. Yeah, I didn't even notice her in the scene. Uh, this is where Michonne runs off to find Andrea or the governor or whoever you want to say it was. Um, and Glenn reveals to Daryl that, Hey, your brother's here and he's the one who did this. Right. Uh, and and I love the first thing he he says, my
0: brother's the governor. Like (laughs) he totally would buy it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. He's a warlord now. Sure. Sure. Why not? (laughs) I'd buy it. Uh, I don't know. So Rick is saying, Hey, let's leave here. Uh, we need to go, and Daryl doesn't want to. He wants to go to try to talk to his brother. I like and convince him. I like that exchange between Rick and Daryl. That was good. Yeah, because Rick, I mean, he may, he has a point, right? Like we need we're in a dangerous situation. Talking is not going to work at this mm-hmm. stage. We need to get out of here, let things settle down, and come back.
0: And Rick's using that uh, kind of whispery Southern fried Batman. <laughs> That that uh, he he likes to do in these situations. Like, uh, I
1: need I need you.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's uh, it was a good scene, and you know, interestingly, this is another Rick Governor parallel. The governor asked Merle to not go after his brother. Yeah, and Merle, you know, does it.
1: Same thing here with uh, with Daryl and, and Rick. So, yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, the loyalties have certainly switched. You know, in the in the beginning, it wouldn't have been. Daryl or Merle abandoning either of them. Well,
0: the other thing I thought was interesting is actually Dar- uh, Merle's more faithful to the governor than Daryl is the Rick because Daryl mm-hmm. listened to Rick in so far that the survivors, except for him, are going to make it to safety. And then his plan all along was to stay behind and find Merle. Yeah. Like, as soon as he was covering I'll them like over oh, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, he could have gotten away as well. He just chose not to. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I don't – I wonder if Merle would have done the same thing in a situation with the governor. Now, I think that's because Merle's more afraid of the governor. And mm-hmm. Daryl's not afraid of Rick. He respects him. But, you know, yeah. he, he feels like, well, I did what I was supposed to do. I made sure you guys got out. I'm not going to jeopardize the group, but I got to do this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's always been Daryl's mission, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. back in season two when he said, I'd be better off without you guys. Mm-hmm. that's He's still, like you said, he's loyal to these guys. He'll protect them, but he doesn't owe them anything. No, right. He's free to go do his own thing, and that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the next scene, the governor finds out that Glenn and Maggie got away when Myrtle comes to tell him. Uh, and again, he refuses to let Andrea do anything. Instead, just telling her... <laughs> Go tuck go, the people
0: in, McGee yeah, go the
1: people are gonna be scared, go deal with them, and instead he orders his men to go out and do it, uh-huh, so my question here is, is this guy just protecting the woman that he loves, Hell or is no. he a sexist asshole?
0: oh, I think the door the answer lies behind door number three.
1: he's scared oh. to death,
0: Andrea is going to see these people, yeah, okay, that's what I think is i mean there is a little bit of. Him wanting to protect the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he loves it. Uh, yeah, he's the woman he's banging. Yeah. His yeah, latest slam piece.
1: I don't know that he feels much of anything towards anyone.
0: Right. Uh I mean I think that's a complicated question because mm. I'd almost say that he's imprinted his feelings on his wife that he's kind of kept locked behind onto her because mm. there is that kind of vague physical resemblance. Okay. I like And you that. know, obviously he's trying to overlay his feelings about his daughter onto the monster she's become. Um, but yeah, I think it's mostly about, oh shit, if Andrea sees that these are her people, the jig is going to be up.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we go back over to Michonne, who's now in the governor's house. And no one's home, so she draws her sword and waits at the door. She's prepared to give him the traditional
0: stark greeting for hostile parties. (laughs) All right. The king of the north always greets his, uh... Hostile audience with a bare blade seated on his on his uh, knees. Is that true? Yep.
1: I don't, I don't know anything about the lore.
0: Of yeah, just L- dropping some Wester- Westerosi uh, culture and them. custom on you.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> you um, were, you've already forgotten it. <laughs> I have. Purposely. <laughs> uh, Rick and crew make a break for it right out in the middle of the city. They have no problem just jumping out there in the smoke, firing away, letting everybody know they're there. Right. Uh, surprisingly, they get pinned down. Right. Uh, by Andrea, actually. Um, but they're able to escape with Daryl laying down cover fire. In the process, Wolverine shoots the shit out of Oscar, <laughs> and Maggie puts him down. Wolver Shane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wolver Shane.
0: It's so funny. Everyone <laughs> made that connection. At <laughs> least, How could you not? T- uh, he was wearing the fucking, like, I think he, he did it as hair- a joke, right? He had to, Yeah.
1: Because the guy who fell on the ground it. afterward didn't have hair like that. Oh, only
0: Wolverine has hair like that.
1: <laughs> I know. But why and Shane never had hair like that. No. So why did they give him Wolverine hair? I don't
0: know. A lot of, I mean, I don't expect I don't expect uh help me out with the guy's name. John Bernthal? Yeah, I don't expect okay. him to shave his head again for sure. a single scene. That's dumb. <laughs> but I, mean, I don't expect either. him to
1: ace Ventura it either. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: White devil, white devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, that was insane. It was a little, little funny, but it's like Wall, Like everyone, I mean, it, in real time, ten different people in her Facebook thread <laughs> said some variation yeah. of Wolverine.
1: I think I tweeted it. Several people so tweeted it's like, it at me. And...
0: Surely, the people that working the show is, is 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 he been cast as Wolverine in an upcoming? Maybe like Titan. I just wonder if it was some kind of nod, or did, uh-huh. was he like considered to play Wolverine? I have no idea. There's got to be something to that because he was even wearing the fucking dog tags. (laughs) He (laughs) was Wolverine. He had the claws.
1: I saw them (laughs) bulging out of his knuckles.
0: No, he just got in the dagger from uh, Maggie. (laughs) The dagger. (laughs) The yeah, like the bone bone dagger.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah,
0: he was playing (laughs) his bonerine version. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, the fan. So you don't know? No,
1: I know about Wolverine. He got his Ad- adamantium Ad- skeleton pulled out. Oh wow! Yeah.
0: I'm impressed with their comic lore.
1: Shit, man! It's Wolverine. It's not like okay. It's All not right. like it's Aquaman or yeah. something. So
0: he when the fans had like called him Bonerine, like that set him apart from the regular Wolverine. They called <laughs> they him, him Bonerine. Bonerine, yeah.
1: Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, awesome. Um, <laughs> so here we get another. Uh, moment of the governor being concerned that Andrea saw who's attacking because he, she's like, yeah, I saw one. And he was like, he's oh. like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He was a black guy in prison overall. Oh, okay. Well, fuck him. He's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, My big question here is why do they go through the middle of the city? Why don't they go out the way they came in? Well, is this it's a like s- a one-way who game. Who the hell knows where they were at in the city? It seemed like they travel quite a bit of distance wherever they're at the middle of the street can't be the best place to escape from well like that
0: big i will say that big kind of like grand avenue does seem like it leads to the main gates but
1: why go to the main gates
0: i don't know because that
1: seems like where all the
0: guards are gonna be i don't i don't know a lot of people had problems with this firefight we'll talk about it i actually thought it was a pretty good big budget action sequence i thought the firefight itself was all right i just don't know why the firefight happened you know. Uh, well, I mean, but the, I mean, come
1: they on. They needed the, an action piece. The
0: place and plus the place isn't that big. Woodbury's yeah. not some sprawl. It's not like fighting in Gotham City, right? Fair enough. I mean, it's it's like if you squ- if you close off a couple blocks here in Greenfield and there's gunfire, people <gasps> with guns would converge converge in that area. Yeah. Plus you're throwing smoke. I mean, you're smoke billowing out. Yeah, pretty obvious where the yeah. the
1: gunfight is going to go down. And
0: and I'm thinking that as a survivor, like I don't know this place, I'm just kind of running for my life at this point. We're just going yeah. to head and follow the streets to where they're going. You That's know? true.
1: And Michelle's not with them, so they don't really know yes.
0: where they're going. Right. Like you said. Which, again, she kind of risked their lives on two separate occasions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Rick is justified in getting mad. No, I, I totally get why he's pissed. Yeah. yeah. We'll I, get to I that. I feel like she put him in a bad spot. Uh, so we go back to the prison, and Carl's running the show. Did we talk mm. about Oscar dying? Oh, do we need to talk about that? <laughs> The show uh, didn't seem to pay it much attention. That's so. the thing.
0: So I want to say it's like no, Tom, that... um, frequent contributor Tom G sent us in an interview with Oscar's actor on the uh, fucking AfterBuzz network. network. Uh, they interviewed Vincent Ward and he yeah. was not
1: happy. Yeah, he seemed like he didn't know what was happening until they strapped the squibs to him. I don't believe <laughs> that, life. but I believe that he probably didn't see the script.
0: He d- He probably expected to be in the whole fucking season. And yeah. for him to be die, and he's like, you know, not only just dying, but the way, like, like I didn't get a close up. They didn't show my face. They didn't even. They didn't really try to show him die. They didn't show him die. They didn't try to rescue him. Maggie just ran up on him and blast <laughs> him in the face. He's like, I wasn't happy, and he said, I wasn't the only actor not happy with it either. Oh, who wasn't happy? Well, he didn't name names. He just uh, said that that's like. You know, I, I just thought that was a little an interesting insight. Now, who knows? Yeah, how much of this is real? How I much mean, we of it's had not. some, we some got some, info on T Dog last yeah. time
1: I, on Irony Singleton, and that we got apparently a lot of that's bullshit. Yeah, well, so. we're
0: gonna talk about that in the feedback. We will. Um, but but anyway, like you said, it maybe who knows. Well, it's like we notice it. I mean, every one of the fans is like, seriously, you introduced yeah. a black guy, and now you killed the other one. I mean, how many episodes uh. did you get out of this guy? I guess exactly eight. He I, was in the man. last 30 seconds of episode one, man. and he made it to halfway through episode eight, and he <laughs> died unceremoniously.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, we go back to the prison. Carl's running the show. Uh, against Herschel's better judgment when they hear some screams in the halls, Carl goes to investigate where he finds Tyrese's group, and he leads them to safety. hmm. Uh, when I love- Carol— I'll go ahead. Yeah, when Carl is uh, talking to Herschel uh, about kind of running the show and, like, we need formula and all that stuff, uh, and they hear the screams, he's like, I'm going to go investigate. Herschel says, oh, well, why doesn't someone else go do Carl's that? Carl's like,
0: out of my way, old man, before I break your hip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See if you Hopefully can walk with as... a broken hip and <laughs> no leg. Yeah, not as good hip, I hope. <laughs> uh but yeah, they make mention of Carol being in the guard tower with Axel. What
0: was that at that? This at this, this point? It's in this scene. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is he like he 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 struck out with his lesbian pickup line. Mm-hmm. Then he followed up as like you know Carol, you know you get on top of me, it will be like Attica on speed, man, <laughs> and she's like, whoa, whoa, I I that's I've got a. I gotta see what that's like. Yeah, who can turn that invitation down? Not care. I and
1: mean, it's apparently. like you gotta
0: it's, you gotta see you gotta see that. It's like a freak show.
1: So, so there's obviously something here, though, right? Because the guard tower—it's the we guard know, tower is the place love. where Glenn and Maggie went to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I and feel, they made a big point of that. Yeah. So
0: you don't need two people up in the guard tower keeping watch.
1: Definitely not.
0: Um. But yeah, and I gotta say that Carl is a badass. Like he's supposed to be yeah. somewhere between 10 and 12. He's going into a dark confined area with real monsters. As a 10-year-old boy, I would shit yeah. myself going into a dark environment that I knew was fake. Yeah. This kid's going in there
1: with actual real monsters. Yeah. That's man. amazing. He's a fucking beast. They're playing Carl as a serious badass and I'm enjoying it. And like
0: what is that going to do to him? Like, this is not normal childhood development.
1: No, I think it's already done what it's going to do to his childhood, you know? I it's mean, like, he's, he's, yeah, you see those, um,
0: you know, kids that are working mines and they work f- sweat factories and stuff, and they've got that, like, old man look to them. Yeah, Carl I has I think that. Carl's got the total
1: thousand yard stare going already. Yeah, and he's he's not making decisions as a kid either. He's, like, locking those people into that cell block is a smart decision. And standing up to the girl screaming yeah. in his face, you know? And then when Beth questions it, saying, we should help them, he says, I did. Yeah. That's not a kid. That's that's impressive. I like that a lot. Which, by the way, I think Beth, Beth
0: you know, the only thing keeping Beth off a car right now is the, the hat. Because that was, like... <laughs> yeah. That, that was uh, some... Uh, Verbal panty remover when he's like, I did. Definitely.
1: And I got to say. Uh, best
0: Clint Eastwood, I did.
1: Uh, what is his name? Uh, Chandler Riggs is doing a hell of a job playing him, too. Yeah. Because uh, I don't. Well, you don't like him?
0: I think he could be. I mean, I think he's doing okay. Um, I think. The, well, I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I think the right. doesn't pull that off,
1: right? No. Uh, Haley Joel Osment he, doesn't pull that off. No, Haley Joel Osment could pull. When he's 10 years old. Yeah. Dude, that an, I'm saying that that's... Sixth Sense, he was good, but it wasn't the same character. Come on. I think he could play... I saw him in Forrest Gump earlier tonight. Yeah, right? I forgot he was a kid in that.
0: Um, no, I think he could have played that. I'm just saying fair, that the, the, the writing and directing is really doing him good favors because, huh. you know, some of his delivery is a little bit wooden, in my opinion. But, yes, he, he's, 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 a, he's a kid, and it's amazing.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. He's supposed to be desensitized a little bit. He just shot his mom in the face, for God's sake.
0: Well, I'm saying that, like, wooden is different from desensitized.
1: Yeah, fair so enough.
0: So I'm just saying it's nitpicky. I admit I'm nitpicky. <laughs> okay. okay. I get that. But Stellar I'm saying, performance. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not an amazing child performance.
1: Uh, also, where he says to Herschel, my father would go. Uh, when Herschel questions it, I don't know if he's if he's the one who respects his father so much that he's willing to invoke his father's name here, or if he knows that Herschel does. Because I certainly Herschel does, right? He respects Rick a great amount.
0: Well, and when plus, Carl I, says that, I think
1: I took this as a little bit maybe nihilism, rebellion against his father.
0: Like oh. Herschel's, like, look, you can't put yourself at risk. Almost like, what would that do to your father if you didn't make it back? And he's like, my dad doesn't think of. You know, this is something my dad would do. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think or he would tell
1: me not to and then he would go do it.
0: There's a lot of mixture like Carl still yeah. obviously loves his dad, and respects his dad. But he's also resentful of his dad and mm-hmm. probably even subconsciously that he's having to grow up so fast. So I thought there was a little bit of that, too. So, again, the writing and directing um, is, is very skillfully done. Yeah. And uh, Chandler Riggs is doing a, an OK job.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, how about the music in this? Scene where he's running through the hallways.
0: Music in the last two episodes have been lights out. Really like, I good. almost wonder if they've gotten a new composer or arranger because I don't yeah. remember it being... Maybe it's also that this never had this good of action and suspense.
1: <laughs> maybe. Um, it's hard to do that song on the farm, you know? Right.
0: I, I, maybe the first season had a lot of creepy stuff in it, too. Yeah. I, I remember there was a lot of, you know... In fact, I don't know that there's been as good of genuine horror and creepy um as the first season still but
1: yeah there's certainly a lot more action yeah but yeah i'm uh, the fact that i'm noticing how much the music is complimenting is a good thing yeah definitely uh michonne hears some knocking in the governor's zombie room and she busts down the door yeah, here's the knocks that andrew should have been hearing it, the entire time we came how the hell the
0: only reason we didn't do a extended andrea skit is because mm-hmm. neither one of us could pull off a good governor
1: yeah it just wasn't working without the accent.
0: No, I wanted you to go like full Scottish because you do a really good Scottish bro. But he's not Scottish. We looked. He's it up. Irish. Yeah. But I'm like, well, that's still funny. And no, we did... no,
1: he's English. He's English. Liam Neeson, who he <laughs> sounds exactly so it's like, like the Scottish. The joke was Irish. three levels of meta, and like, I, is it really funny? It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. But I think we got a good one. I hope so. Uh, yeah. How the hell does Andrea not hear this zombie kicking around in that room?
0: Right. We're just thinking, like you know, the governor's like, "Oh, that's uh, yeah, it's squirrels. We get we get squirrels in the walls here." And in, in, uh, I would have believed
1: it if maybe Michonne had been looking around and had opened that door, like oh my god, this door is locked, I want to know yeah. what's in here, yeah. so she and breaks it's sound, down. Like
0: in, in maybe it's a soundproof door or something, but you clearly but she, hear this thumping in the middle of the apartment. She hears it, that is yeah. what tips her off. Yes, yes. What the hell? And there was no action going on, so it's like, there's no way Andrew could have spent the night on multiple occasions yeah. and not have heard that thumping. <laughs> it doesn't make like, any come sense. Come on, show, stop fucking with us.
1: You're almost there. <laughs> so, You're so close. So she finds the heads, obviously. She finds the daughter just in time for the governor to return. Uh, when he does, Michonne kind of uh, stands behind the daughter and uh, holds her hostage. And the governor says, hey, don't kill her. Uh, I need her. By the way, deny. She does anyway. I, they fight. I, I
0: guess her name is Denai uh, Garira. Gurira? Gurira, yeah. She was phenomenal. Yeah. Like I thought it was a little dodgy asking, (laughs) because the thing is, Michelle's got these supernatural senses, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she doesn't smell the stink coming off this daughter and this zombie girl, and she can't hear her going. (laughs) I thought it was a little lame that they they like. Why did you, why did you drag off the reveal until? You know, you pulled her head off. We knew she's a zombie. Well, we like, knew, we did saw her. I know earlier. what I'm saying, but if we if we didn't know, that would make sense narratively. Oh, but I'm gotcha. like, I don't understand why they did that. But she still acted the shit out of that. Yeah, and the confrontation with her staring down the governor and realizing w- who this
1: is and, how and what it was like it means it's to even hit.
0: crazier than it. And then her yeah. de- like the man. She can act her pants off just with her face. Like, if they would give her more stuff. <laughs> how if, does that work? If they didn't... Pants <laughs> off with your face. Um, that's how good she is. <laughs> Damn. It's like you can, you know, <laughs> Photoshop people's pants off. She can act... Not with my
1: face, I can't. With her
0: face. She can act her her pants off. And I just think it's it's amazing if she, they would let her... You know, they quit wiring her jaw shut.
1: Yeah. The, the entire time all she's been doing is scowling. Now when she has an actual emotion to play... Other than pissed off.
0: Yeah. I amazing. really hope they find a uh, a better, a, a better, um, something more befitting what she's capable of doing in, in the next half of the season. And I do, I, say, I will say that she made, I like the steps that they made her. Like, I feel like at the end of this episode, she finally let down some of her, you know, yeah. hard nosed bitch armor. She's like, finally like, but she I, realized, like, I want yeah. to be with these people. I don't want to be left behind. Yeah. I don't want to be alone. Like, I trust these people in a way that I didn't trust a the Woodbury. They feel yeah. – gen- even though they're treating me kind of bad and, like, you know, may-
1: it's like, Well, they're suspicious of me and rightfully so. Maybe rightfully
0: so. Yeah. And she's got that self – I mean, I, I kind of feel like they're getting her to a good place to – become a fan favorite in, yeah. in season 3.5.
1: Hopefully not because they're killing Daryl off.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. don't replace Daryl with the uh, The thing is, is I got to say when we do... Make them a badass we, duo, man. Are we doing a season wrap-up next week? We will, yeah. Okay. Because I, I want to... That's the one thing is like, I'm scared to death for Daryl now. Yeah. Because um, I, I think they could kill him and the show would survive. And I think that... I, I really think at this point there's only Rick and Carl safe, and I care about a significant number. Tyrese of these isn't people. safe, man. For the whole season, <laughs> like, like just that just, was a joke, dude. No, okay. I, I just feel like all these people are going to die throughout the seasons, and it's yeah. going to be like all the easy deaths are over The 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 oh, fucking yeah. the fiesta is over eh, we're not Carol having, nah, could probably go without too much trouble I'm not going to throw a fiesta No 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 definitely not And I'm just saying that the that's celebratory
1: deaths are yeah. over. now I
0: know we've got some fans that, that disagree and I'm going to read one of their 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 takes but I'm just saying from my part from here on out I'm not going to be really excited to see any of these people
1: die uh, Fair enough I'm not either um Except maybe the governor. I want him to die. Well, I'm talking about yeah. yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, can our we talk people. about the bull? The brutal, brutal fight that goes on here. Sure. This was especially well done, in my opinion. I mean, oh yeah. They they didn't do any of the traditional tropes where they kind of draw out a fight. Yeah. It was a kind of long fight, but everything that happened in that fight needed to happen and was especially brutal and well
0: choreographed.
1: I mean, yes. there wasn't
0: shaky cam. Like there was a very good sense of the the thing that people do to fuck up. Good fight scenes is there's no visual orientation. You don't know where to hell. It's like where. Yeah. You know, it's like this. It's like you very clearly got is well staged, well shot, well acted. And like you said, long drawn out, but no just bullshit stuff. Yeah.
1: And and I felt like I was in the middle of this fight. Like when he slams Michonne's head yeah. up against the wall. Yeah. It's like, God, that's got to hurt. And then he smashes her into the fish tanks. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something a little racially charged. Okay. This is
0: Maggie? Do they show her getting punched in the face? This is not Maggie. No, if this were Maggie. Oh. Like well, I'm yeah, saying. It's why like, not? Really? I feel like that that... No, I
1: I don't see any reason they wouldn't.
0: Hmm. And I but I did, when I was watching that I that's my first thought. I was like, if this were Maggie, I don't think that we'd see the governor full punching her in the face. No, I think they would. But
1: then I started thinking, is that because is this a black white thing or is this I the governor showed her being so Huh? Yeah, the governor was feeling up all over Michonne during that fight scene. Totally. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, so there's a scene where she tries to he tries to headlock her, grabs her boob right off the bat.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. Well, that's a yeah. That's a, okay. I don't even know what to say about that. But I was thinking it's like is I, I don't was it a black and white thing or was it I don't a think so. Tough girl versus not as tough girl. thing? although Maggie's pretty tough too.
1: I don't know what goes on in your head, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I well, do I not know. Try to give you a little glimpse there, Jim. Let's move on. All right. Um, so, yeah. So Andrea walks in at the end of that fight. We didn't talk about this. Uh, and once again, do we talk about- Michonne goes completely silent, along with everything else in the room, by the way. No chomping we, zombies. We no about the governor, governor screaming. getting the glass to the eye, right? We haven't. Actually mentioned it, no, but it happens. That was also brutal. Very brutal. And it happened quickly, too. It was like she grabs it and stabs. It wasn't like... And broke it off in there. That was the...
0: Yeah, you clearly saw it go in and then break off. Ouch. Yeah. But then, yeah, we got the Andrea Michonne stare down. And it
1: shouldn't have been a stare down. It should have been a look around you, bitch. Yeah, There's all, crazy stuff going on here. All I
0: wanted Michonne to see. And again, well acted. And I like the kind of slow parallel. All she had to do is before she leaves, like, just, like, take a look around you.
1: Yeah. That you would know? have been or, more effective than just walking out, right?
0: Yeah. Or I found your people that you were always talking about. in the eight months we spent together, night and day. You know. Yeah. Any of that. I mean, but but if, if she just said, like forgot so andrea look around you this is not what you think it is
1: and then yeah i but at least andrea does take notice yeah i mean yeah. it's hard not to when there are zombie heads gnashing around The governor you. is grabbing <laughs> his zombie
0: daughter and weeping over her, which by the way yeah. i bet it stings like a bitch to cry that hard with glass stuck <laughs> in your eye the salty tears oh yeah Ooh. that's got a bur- oh man yeah. I, I can't even imagine how bad that would hurt. Bad enough having glass in your eye, but
1: you're You are adding the salty tears to it? Uh, yeah, that would be bad. Paper cuts and lemon juice, man. <laughs> we need to move on. Have nothing on uh, that. Carl, Carl leads Tyrese's group back to the cell block. Um, and he was about to put down that girl who got bit. But Tyrese says that he should be the one to do it because they need to put down their own. Uh, but before he has a chance to splatter her head with a hammer, Carl locks him in. And they become incensed about it. Or at least the, the one girl, I don't know her name. Sasha? Is that her name?
0: Yeah, yeah Sasha's the, the
1: major domo. She's not cool with it, but Tyrese has no problem. She's He's like, look, they helped us. They've done all they need to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my question here is, has anyone dealt with the bit girl? I think Ben should. I mean, he needs to get in there where the getting's good. But has he? He didn't in the, in the scene <laughs> that we
0: saw. Uh, not now no uh, i think that's implied though because he was going to and
1: then he was interrupted by you know is it because at the beginning of this episode
0: uh, what you think to let her turn the, the
1: real sasha uh-huh. does say that they need to they need to keep her outside here they can't take her with them into the prison and she says it's a mistake now did they say that for no reason Man, or if, is that girl coming back to dude, bite somebody?
0: If she comes back and bites somebody, that season two bullshit all I agree. over again. I agree. I'm putting you on notice, Misera. You got two <laughs> months to fix this shit. If that's what you're planning,
1: it's already filmed. Then he's going to go back.
0: No, and change it. No, you got you got you got ten weeks plus to fix this shit. You better not open up with so- with uh, not Sasha. Yeah. running amok.
1: I hope not. Uh, so we go back over to the governor, who's had his eye patched up by the doctor. Looks really gross though. I mean, he's he's effectively got an x-i. It's it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andrea comes in and questions him about what the hell was going on in that apartment. He's spinning like a plate. Y- yeah. yeah.
0: I, he had a ready answer for the for the heads, but he didn't have an answer for
1: uh, what the fuck is going on with If you're Andrea, Minnie. do you still buy it? Do you well, still here's the buy thing. it? How long are we going to give Andrea This is it. If she doesn't wise up now, she's dead to me.
0: And what do you want to see next season? Do you want to see – what do you want – what do you expect her to do? She
1: has to stop. She has to intervene in Daryl and Merle's effectively execution. Okay. She has to stop it. She has to go up to the governor and say, this is it. Stop this thing or we're done. I'm out of here.
0: Do you think that's a reasonable thing for a person to do in her position? Yes.
1: She owes Daryl. She shot him. That's
0: true. That's truth.
1: Yeah, she has to.
0: Yeah, because and if she
1: doesn't stand up to the governor here, she's an idiot, and I'm on board with everybody who said she should have wised up. All right, because so I was season. thinking
0: that maybe I'll give her an episode or two to figure no. the, uh, figure her exit strategy out. But you're right, Daryl and, Mer- and Merle's life are hanging in the balance, mortal she,
1: danger. She owes
0: Daryl for damn sure.
1: Yes, gotta happen. Um, and then Point Dexter and Merle or Milton and Merle come in um, and kind of say, "Hey, what happened?" Um. And the Would governor like is like visibly suspicious of Merle in this season, right? Or in this scene? Oh yeah, right? and
0: Merle knows. Like the way yeah. uh, Rooker played that, he he knows. Like oh shit, something. Yeah, wrong. he
1: says I'll go after him in the morning, uh-huh. and and he's like, oh well, that's what you did with Michonne too, and she came back and fucked things up, right? So yeah, uh, he's definitely suspicious. Rick and crew are waiting outside Woodbury for Daryl, but Michonne shows up instead and tells Rick that he. Needs her. Um, and I guess he believes her because he doesn't kill her. <laughs> well,
0: I, I think she he saw something change in her. Like, you know, she really was scared about the idea of these guys leaving her. Yeah. And, like, that's as vulnerable as I've ever,
1: ever seen Michonne. Which means she was vulnerable at all because I've never seen her vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> Even though Rick says, where the hell were you? And she once again does the silent thing. Puts her, her hands
0: he up. be disarmed She put her hands up just as like you know, don't
1: shoot me. But why doesn't she say, "I went to find your friend Andrea" or "I went to kill the crazy ass governor"? With her hands up, I,
0: I don't know. That's that'd be a bridge too far. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't
1: understand how someone hasn't killed her over a misunderstanding already, right? She must not have encountered anybody, right? Well, I mean, she encountered Andrea, yeah surprised Andrea didn't kill her
0: yeah you'd think that i don't know maybe the long cold hard georgia winters that done this to her she was actually a pretty I jovial guess. person like you know the hard on her sleeve and laughing her laugh laughing her throat laughing laugh her step when she first uh <sighs> bells on her toes when she first met <laughs> andrea all that went away after that brutal georgia winter
1: uh last scene the governor gathers up his goons, or the the townspeople, or something. Everyone,
0: know. every damn person. It's not everybody. There Man. are like
1: four women here, and it's like thirty I saw, people. I saw
0: a fat Walmart mom in the crowd. That's everybody. I agree, but that's not everybody. Everybody that's capable of getting out of bed
1: <laughs> okay. and hearing
0: gunfire. No, yeah, no, everybody didn't town. sleep through the gunfire. No, the fire. whole town was there. I disagree. There's only
1: seventy people. I wholeheartedly disagree. And that's sir. before Rick killed a couple of them. Uh, Rick and at Maggie. And he tells them that Merle's a terrorist. Boom! Straight up, there's your terrorist. Um,
0: And why? Like, uh, speaking of silent treatment, why isn't Merle saying something? Like, this is bullshit. Oh yeah, this is bullshit. I'm being framed. You know, I don't know. Merle's not the type to just kind of take this line down. I think he would be like nonstop motor mouthing. You would think so, yeah. I mean. That's what he's doing, mm. T Dog. He's like, "No, you can't do this. You can't." Yeah,
1: I mean, well, I mean, they do throw Daryl out there and say, "And here's his brother." So that's kind of they can't deny each other because they got the same fucking saggy
0: eyes. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> they, they got the most bloodhound the eyes uh-huh. I've seen this side of.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't Detective noticed. McGruff. Or
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <whatever>.
1: Nice, <laughs> um,
0: but the thing that's going to the thing that. Uh, is sealing the governor's fate, and I would have fought you a little bit about this Andrea's. His lack of flipping. depth perception. <laughs> <laughs> when Andrea meets Daryl's eyes and they recognize each other, yeah, that's the downfall of the governor. Mm, and I hope also, so. yeah, and also, so. could someone high def tell me what the hell Daryl's chest tattoo was? I don't know. He's got this little thing that I almost looks like a like a princess tiara above over his. Is, I guess is, is, okay. that would be his
1: uh, left breast. Weird. I don't know. I, I didn't notice it honestly. I was like,
0: so. "What the hell is that?" And I tried to freeze frame it, but of course we got yeah low shitty death. So
1: look, like something my son drew with a green magic marker. Uh, we're running pretty long here, which is why I've been rushing us. Do we want to talk about the Star Trek scenario here, the what? Kirk versus Spock showdown? So you think because that's, that's, we had it's inevitably feedback. coming? No, let's let's skip it because we got that okay. in feedback. Fair enough. Uh that's the end of the episode. I'm gonna do Idiot Survivor and Zombie Kill of the Week real quick. Idiot Survivor, who is the girl who gets bit in the beginning, uh not Sasha. She's an idiot. And Zombie Kill of the Week definitely goes for to Michonne for killing uh the governor's daughter. That's freaking awesome. Sword right through the mouth, right, right. through the back of the head. Yeah. I don't even know if that hit her hit her brain, but apparently it did. Brain skin. She's dead. Severed her brain yeah. skin. I don't know. All right, that's it. Let's do some feedback. Um, Catherine from Australia said,
0: in a situation where a subgroup has to go off on a dangerous mission, like extracting prisoners from Woodbury, is it better to send all your real strength on the mission and Hmm. increase its chance of success, or keep some of your big guns back with the main group? That's the question. We talked about the strategic and
1: tactics of this. Uh, What do you think? Uh, I think ideally, if you can afford it, you take most of your strength there um because theoretically they don't know you're coming right Mm -hmm. so they're not going to be sending anybody to you Mm -hmm. um although rick does know that merle knows where they are right no why would he know that wouldn't michonne tell him
0: no that hey
1: uh merle got your friends there and but she wouldn't he wouldn't know that they broke yeah i guess he takes that risk but, yeah, so you've got to send most of your strength there, but you've got to leave somebody behind, which they didn't seem to do. Do you, though? They left because Carl, but here's the I don't thing. think that much of a badass yet. If you succeed, you get two more
0: badasses back, mm, yeah. and you strike a blow, and you go back, and you've got a nice defensible position. If you fail, you've got, what, you leave one token badass behind, which arguably he did with, with Carl, but yeah. you leave one token badass behind, what the hell is he going to do against the full might of Woodbury? <laughs> So So I'm saying it's like a go—you have to go for broke.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you were arguing for just cutting your losses and not doing anything. Well, I mean, that's— That's the other option. I don't think this group could do that. That would
0: be another option. Yeah. But I think if if you're going to go the noble route, you have to send the full house and hope that the mission succeeds because leaving Daryl behind against everyone in Woodbury is— a losing situation. Yeah, that and just dooms him. You bring all these guys back where you can put people in towers and, unlo- you know, you've got some options. You you know, you've got a. You, it's always better to be defending versus the attacker. But one person
1: yeah, can't, can't hold man.
0: off 12 armed men. There's just no, no. fucking way, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So that's my, my Unless thought. Unless you're
1: Tony Montana.
0: Um, Richard C. asks, do you guys care about the characters? He says, I don't think he does. More or less, I just want to see what happens next. Um... He's says, some of the characters I care about. He he says, uh, none of the characters in the show are doing it for me. I remember really caring about everyone in season one. He thinks Morgan with the zombie ri- wife and his rifle sights hmm. is still the most emotionally impactful moment in the show. Am I alone on this?
1: Um, I like the stuff they're doing with Glenn and Maggie, honestly.
0: I'd say on the I Hate All the Characters bandwagon, there's a lot of seats available right now. I feel like – yeah. I was on that with you. I checked out somewhere early on in this season. Um, there's, you know, we were. I feel like we've we've talked about this a lot already. Oh, we talked about it a lot in season two. <laughs> there, you're not alone, Richard. But it's getting lonely yeah. now. We're, uh, this thing's kind of stands on a knife's edge, right? Mm-hmm. Like it would be very easy for them to mess up the second half of this season. But they've – I mean, at this point, i got to give the show the benefit of the doubt. They ended season two strong. Season three has been that strong or stronger. Yeah, There's been some missteps here or there. But I'm invested. I absolutely care about Rick and, mm-hmm. and Carl's relationship. Absolutely care about uh, Maggie and Glenn's relationship. Absolutely care about – I'm surprisingly invested in how Merle versus Daryl's going to go down. Yeah, actually. Uh, Herschel, you check. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in like what's what's going to happen with Carl and Beth, and like if Beth were to die, what would that do to Carl? I mean, are you
1: interested in Carol and Axel? <laughs> no, <laughs> I there, am interested.
0: I'm like I said, I'm not down. I thought Carol's performance last week was yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. I liked her scene here with Axel. I would like to. See, I I'm going to give Carol and Daryl my blessing.
1: They have. They I want to be happy. They have things they could do with all of the characters now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, none of them seem like they're totally super, superfluous or. Just getting in the way of the other characters. Uh, moving on, Sean from Kentucky wanted a little love for his original
0: crack back in episode four, I think, where he speculated Poindexter's tea was brewed from steep zombie heads for aphrodisiac qualities. And we we did the same riff basically last week. Yeah. Natural male enhancement. And we didn't give him credit. So, Sean, sorry about that.
1: Yeah, we we found a better one though. Soylent Tea. I mean, Soylent tea.
0: tea. That's he even. Yeah, he, yeah, I he think acknowledges he, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so uh, we haven't. I kind of was worried about Daniel W. B., our professional podcast yeah. critic, but he uh, surfaced for a brief note. He says, "Just listen to your mailbag," and someone referred to the lame interrogation tactics of the governor slash Merle. I think his point was that if they are both had both prisoners in the same room and forced Mags to disrobe, that would have been enough to get Glenn singing like a canary in about four seconds. Mm. You guys should build on that yeah. segment where one of you simulates a torture technique on himself and tells us how much it hurts. <laughs> so I guess I'm supposed to get naked like, because like, I, I, I took the the, the knife edge <laughs> to the nose. So I'm All supposed right. to get naked and see if you break. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Trust me. You get naked. I'm out of here. I was going to say, we've managed to live together for three-something <laughs> years without seeing each other naked. I don't want to really break that streak. It, right yeah,
1: now. that's not something I want to happen.
0: Okay. Uh, Elena from or Elena from Trinidad says, "As a person who's been dis- uh, dependent on glasses and contact lenses for 15 years, there's something that bugs me about The Walking Dead. Considering how many people wear glasses these days, it's strange that everyone in the series seems to have perfect vision." I mean, if I were without my glasses in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, I can only imagine feeling so helpless and useless and not being able to tell a walker from a tree in long distances. I think I might as well die or just de- die before the season even starts or series even starts. She goes, hey, did I just answer my own
1: question here?
0: <laughs> you might have. Yeah. I think one of the reasons so many people wear glasses today is because we pretty much um, pulled a uh, rope-a-dope on the old evolution slash natural selection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those people would be dead. Yeah. If this were a harsher world. Yeah. So I I mean
0: I'm I'm right there with you. My vision's not that bad, but if I had to go running around, it would be a serious
1: handicap, especially I'm at here. night. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've I had my glasses is. blow off my face before and get <laughs> run over by a cab. <laughs> In Seattle. <laughs> In Seattle. I remember that. And uh I was lost for the Hilarious. rest of the weekend. Uh you know I, s- I think it's cool that we have listeners from Trinidad.
0: Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, we're like, we're, we're global, baby. That's amazing. Australia, Germany. Yes. Yeah. in this mailbag alone. Yabo. Uh, Bob B asks, how about, how about how far into the comic can I read and not spoil myself? I'm really interested in the compendium, but I don't want to read it and ruin the show. Let me know what you think, please. Um, I started to answer this individually, but I'm like, well, what the hell? A lot of people might want to know this. Mm-hmm. I would say you want to go, and it's hard to say because this is kind of like remixy. I was going to say, I would
1: read all the way because it's not following the comic that closely. That's
0: one issue, right. but but if you want to take right up to where Michonne and the governor had their uh, confrontation, and in the comic mm-hmm. it's way more brutal, <laughs> you want to read right to issue 33, including 33. Stop okay. at 34 because that issue 33 is where she confronts the governor, and then her and the group escape from Woodbury that, that, that time, and you're going to be synced up roughly with the show timeline and i don't think you will in fact the show spoiled a couple plot lines like the phone ringing and things like that Mm, that you would actually experience later on and and also you're going to find out a shitload more about tyrese Mm -hmm. so there might be some mild spoilers there but again that's as best as i can sync you up with this weirdo alternate universe timeline hope that helps jake from tallahassee asks, does that shane hallucination show that rick is still slipping yeah, he's still suffering from the psychotic break, I think, right? Yeah, that's some kind of crazy. Wait a
1: second. your hair is growing man <laughs> Your hair what's happening? Are
0: you having a psychotic break now? I think so. uh no, that's clearly something is still and unfortunately Oscar yeah. paid with his life.
1: Yeah, Rick could have probably taken that guy out pretty easily.
0: Uh Reuben from Boston says a Woodbury citizen that was incapacitated by Rick was discovered by none other than a shitty bow girl. And she is carrying a gun, frightening. Oh geez. That will solve Team Prison's problems down the road with further confrontations with Woodbury. Shitty Bow Girl will kill half her own comrades with their terrible aim. <laughs> <laughs> uh cosign. Malcolm I, I think
1: her and Andrea are really connected in that moment.
0: <laughs> you know? Uh Malcolm E. says, I don't understand your comments about T Dog being difficult on set. All right. So we had a bunch of people send this in. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm was the first. He said, on the Talking Dead episode after his death, it was practically dedicated to him. The producer who was on the show with Jim was singing his praises. Was it all BS, or is your source full of it? I don't know. All mm-hmm. I know is Alan Sepinwall and Daniel Feinberg, which are both critics I respect, said that their scuttlebutt on the set was that he was a difficult actor to work with. And that doesn't mean he's an asshole. No. It could mean that they didn't think he was capable of carrying the weight. Obviously, Mazzara said to everyone in the writers up until last season, he said, and I quote, everyone in the writers room is a big T-Dog fan, and we can't wait to get more stuff for him to do <laughs> in season three. Now, that clearly was a bullshit, bald-faced lie. So, do I believe Alan Seppenwall and Daniel Feinberg over the producers of the show? Yes, I do. Do I think Irony Singleton is a wonderful human being? I don't know why he wouldn't be. I'm can just I, saying. Can I play devil's advocate, real this quick? is not something that I
1: personally read or have experienced. I'm just passing along a possible Certainly. reason. Yeah, we don't know the guy in person, so we can't say. Right. Uh, maybe he wanted more money coming back into season three. Sure. Maybe something happened between season two and season three, to where you get that comment and it's genuine from the writers and everything, where he's a great guy and they want to do more with him, and then comes season three, is tough to work with difficult yeah. to work with whatever right. i mean it's hollywood that's what the fuck yeah it's, it's it's all
0: kind of like you know bullshit and lies at some point but so.
1: again i have no idea yeah
0: yeah I just we're just reporting what we were because i was
1: trying to figure out why would they
0: do this yeah like how do i rationalize what i've been told versus what i've seen and that was one possible explanation for why it's kind of unexplainable yeah doesn't mean it's true uh, so moving on, we got, uh, oh, one last thing. Rob Z has a good take. I think that the title of the previous episode, When the Dead Come Walking, is referring to Michonne. As far as Governor knows, she died in the woods when Merle and his men killed her. So I believe the title can be applied to both mm. when Michonne shows up at the prison, looking like, and mingling with the dead. But more likely, it probably refers to when Michonne comes back to Woodbury at the end of the episode. Nice! <laughs> I applaud Rob, one-man name game player. <laughs> Good diagnosis nice. there. Uh, moving on to new stuff. Evan K. says, The governor reminds me of Foghorn Leghorn. If he ever has the line, <laughs> I say, I say, you'll see it too. Yes. Surprisingly, yes. I totally see the Foghorn Leghorn. He gets a little Foghorny. Does he? Yeah. yeah well, that's the, the Brit trying to do the Southern accent. I think so.
1: The Southern American.
0: Anthony TB says, I have a prediction on Merle and Daryl. When Daryl kills Merle, it will come to light that Merle... Wait, yeah, when Daryl kills Merle, it will come to light that Merle started the fire that killed his mother when he told the story about her burning the house. Mm, that's do you see like a Do you see, like, a Lion King-type, con- you know, uh, confession? Yeah. I killed our mother.
1: He does have a pretty nasty scar.
0: <laughs> it's his whole
1: hand, in fact.
0: Uh, Frack and Toaster said, great episode. I think I'll give it a nine. Both sides got bloody noses, and each team donates a Dixon to the cliffhanger. <laughs> uh i see your dixon and call <laughs> it's once again impossible to ignore the parallels to lost i noticed that jim lampshaded it on the cast last week the opening scene raining in the forest in an undetermined location the danger the busted fence and as we pull the camera out to strange music and see the prison the way it's filmed is textbook lost mm-hmm. what do you think jim you're the i the agree big losty
1: like he said i mentioned it last episode uh not specifically the stuff that he said but yep. there were a lot of tie-ins there
0: uh, the governor
1: channeling Ben Linus. Linus uh, lost his daughter. What, Benjamin Linus? Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, you're going to talk about Lost, and then you're going to bring up Benjamin Linus? Why? Keep going. I'm not doing it, fracking
0: toaster asshole. Keep going. Just back off. Back off, man. <laughs> uh, he lost his daughter and gained a mortal enemy, and got the shit kicked out of him, just like the ass whoopings Ben took at the hand of the heroes. I think it's derivative, but also incredibly fresh and exciting. So I can't fault him too much. So what? What was your problem there? Is he riding us from a hot air balloon? What? Is that what's happening here? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Keep going. Uh, he also said, "Check off zombie head fish tank." Maybe <laughs> it almost was. We almost got Michonne's elbows bit here. Oh
0: yeah, there's her bows were in trouble. <laughs> they were. She couldn't drop them bows. She'd be half the woman she is. Uh.
1: Ravi C says,
0: I'm going to wear some slippers in the morning. R.I.P. Oscar. Uh, Nuff said. Adam H says, you know, it's super weird seeing Michonne's vengeance on the show and comparing it to the comic. Not spoiling anything, but Michonne's desire to get the governor in the comic is probably the most justified need to kill I've ever seen in this story. But Mm. in the show, it's kind of strange how angry she is at him. Yes, they send a hit squad at her, but she seems so damn hell-bent to make his life not only hell, but break him and then kill him. Am I the only one that thinks this? No. I Maybe don't. they were trying to appease comic fans, but I think it's pretty obvious we won't see the true horrors that the governor dishes out like he does in the comic, at least when it comes to Michonne.
1: Yeah, so there was some confusion here, right? Like, what is Michonne's motivation uh, in this yeah. episode? There shouldn't be that confusion if she's really going after the governor for the same very strong reasons that she is in the comic.
0: Right, right, yeah. Not so you're
1: not the only one who thinks that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I felt like, again... Uh, oh. Again, you know,
0: why does, do you think, is can, I mean, AMC showed a pretty graphic de gouging of a dude's eye. Like, yeah. wh- where do they make the call of, like, well, we're not going to rate Maggie. We are going to poke a cl- shard of glasses in dude's eye. Yeah. Where, I mean, like, I wonder, is it is it is it something that the censors the have the say, ultimate say on, or what can they get away with? I don't know. I mean, they're. They, they can be graphic, but there's lots of ways you can tell. Bad shit is happening without it actually happening. They
1: can be graphic, though, right? They're cable.
0: They're well, but they're not cable. HBO cable. No, but HBO they're HBO murders infants they're... right in front of your eyes, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, but they're pay-to-play. They're not over-the-air, anybody can tune into this. Yeah, but there's so like, they could get the Villigan, away with it without fines.
0: The Zilligan said on like Breaking Bad that they can get away with dropping f bomb like once per season. But, but they're talking about the studio not letting them because they don't want to go that far, right? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't think anyone's talking about it, but fans. I'm just wondering. Okay, um, I don't
1: know. I mean, there is certainly a precedent in this country where. Violence is tolerated much more than any sexual content what sexual
0: violence is like really. That's
1: yeah, that is a line that no one. That's the peanut cross. butter
0: and chocolate that just doesn't mix. <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite. It's like oil and water, cat shit and vinegar.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Two bad tastes that don't go to get together. <laughs> uh, Jordan from Muncie, Indiana says the oh. episode was good and I appreciated what they did with it. But there were some major problems out of this episode. Firstly, the scene with Michonne and the governor. When she was holding the child and he disarmed himself completely, I said to myself, all right, get him closer. Push the kid to him, then stab him to death. Oh,
1: or stab him yeah. both.
0: And the camera angle is even perfectly set up for it to happen. But instead, Michonne ended up right, ended ending it right then and there. She just stabs the kid. I just came out of my seat when that happened. It was one of the only things in the episode that nearly ruined it for me, aside from my vile disdain for Andrew's character progression to this point. Uh, he said Daryl and Merle getting captured at the end together pulled on a lot of people and gave a great cliffhanger. The portrayal right. of the townspeople screaming, Kill them at Daryl and Merle was <laughs> chilling to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even the Walmart moms. Uh, this whole time, at the outside, as outside viewers, we've been able to see this world develop and see these specific people turn a specific way. But to have the entire town screaming for blood and death is quite frightening. And, it shows what fear yeah. can do to people, and did so in a very powerful way.
1: Very well put. I've seen this
0: happen, in, I mean, I'm old enough. That I've seen this shit happen in real life. Like oh, we, really? as a people, specifically Americans, can call for people's blood in a
1: fucking hurry. Like, yeah, and that's. That's one of the themes. The the threat is the people, right? The threat is not necessarily the zombies here. Right. The the nature of humanity is really supposed to be explored in the show. Yeah. You know, how much they do that I don't know. But this episode they certainly did that. Sure. Quite a bit. And I and I think your mention of the Walmart moms here is actually a key point. They need everyone there screaming. Mm-hmm. Because if it's his guys, his guys with guns and his guards who are automatically primed to kill everyone around them mm-hmm. that's not as big a deal as if it's some soccer mom shouting kill them yes
0: yes that's Indeed. messed
1: up Indeed. and that's what this world is sure so i agree
0: uh tyler from the uk said i love how they brought shane back in this episode and it got me thinking am i the only one who misses the flashbacks in the walking dead the fused in season two were great and they all revolved around shane and built his character not only did they show us Things, Mm. how things were before the apocalypse started, but even before Rick woke from his coma, we got to see other characters dealing with getting out of Atlanta. We're big fans of flashbacks in the show, right? I am, yeah. I would love to see more flashbacks to the zombie apocalypse happening.
1: Maybe that's what they're doing with T-Dog. They're just saving all of his stuff (laughs) for flashbacks.
0: Yeah, big back. I've actually heard a Mazera say that in an interview, but I'm like... Mm. I don't believe that.
1: Yeah, I'll believe when I see it.
0: Yeah, especially if they're circulating shit to professional reviewers about him being difficult to work with. Yeah. Like, if I was, te- if I was irony, I'd be like, fuck you people.
1: Yeah, I'm not coming back.
0: Right. Me and Oscar are going to start our own show. Yeah. <laughs> uh tiffany c says this finale episode really irritated me did i see maggie shoot oscar who was shot because rick was having a dumbass moment in the head like he was surefire dead i guess since tyrone was introduced there's simply no room
1: tyrone
0: oh Tyrese.
1: uh
0: tyrese did you miss no she she fucked it up oh wow way to go way way to go tiffany (laughs) guess all black guys gotta be called tyrone Uh, (laughs) that's not even t-dog's name (laughs) <laughs> now you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, I expect this black teammate will be dead too since her and Michonne can't possibly coexist. Speaking of Michonne, I had hopes for Michonne's character in this by Cedar just going to portray her as the an angry black woman. Thanks, AMC. I'm glad we got to see Tyrese. I'm not glad we got to see Tyrese, a grown-ass man, locked in a cell by Carl and, get this, accepting it happily. Apocalypse or not, nobody wants to be (laughs) locked up in a cell like a dog or a criminal. I haven't seen anybody, even the prisoners, be happy about it yet. But Tyrone, well, this is the best thing he's seen in months. Did anyone see Carl's face on the other side? That's what evil looks like. Hmm. it's got the banality of evil thing going on different take honestly all joking aside this is bullshit yes like i would like to see some serious like there's i think there should be a little bit of accountability here
1: like come on now (laughs) this isn't musical black people no we we can handle more than one black person on the screen at a time this is not the 1800s yeah I, I, mean, I there were it's, no screens it's, back then. But. Like I said, we make
0: jokes about it, but it's not really that funny. I mean, no,
1: and I don't understand why they're doing it.
0: I mean, especially they had to be somewhat sensitive of this criticism, right?
1: It's been a criticism since the beginning of the series. I mean, T-Dog does about, not have
0: the lines that he should and have. And what lines he does is a stereotypical, like, Will Smith jokey, oh, this is bullshit, and yep. I mean... Like I said, is there a, not a single African American or woman writer on the staff? And I know that there is women. I writing know there are women. Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to get my social ju- 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 um, soapbox too much, but damn,
1: it's it's a legitimate question.
0: Um, Mike C says Carl has evolved from Beta Carl to Alpha Carl. It's time to lose the hat. Yes. Give it to Axel.
1: He seems to be as useless as Carl was in season two. Good take. And maybe maybe he gives it to Axel. He can keep her away from Beth. Or keep him away from Beth. Uh, he has a
0: contrapoint to uh, Tiffany. He says I already liked Tyrese in the show, keeping level head in a situation where it probably would have lost his shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of split the difference. Like I understand what Ty- what um, Tiffany was saying that that does seem a bit much to be like this guy is told to accept it. But on the other hand, we already had one character losing his shit or losing her shit, and as a leader, you're you you've got to. You know, what, what's your long, best long-term play? Like, the best long-term play is probably his house, his rules. We can always for, lose our shit tomorrow if they mm. don't decide to let us in. But, you know, again... And there's really
1: nothing, nothing that they can do at that point. Yeah, mean, yeah. They're locked in there.
0: Right. I mean, I, I feel like in within the show's universe, you can justify people being understanding of suspicion. Especially when they did do them a solid. Yeah, I, But, you know, it's kind of tone deaf to our ears, but... You know, it's it's different than T Dog, the Oscar, to Tyrese. Uh Tommy A said the gunfight was ridiculous. How many shots did each side fire? With only two people hit. When did Rick and Company get automatic weapons? Did Rick magically find a cornucopia full of machine guns? It blatantly shows both sides point blank exchanging fire, and neither side connects the shot. <laughs> that's a lot to take in, there, Tommy. I'll say that I actually yeah. thought that's a realistic gunfight. That shit happens all the time.
1: It's surprisingly more difficult than you would think to hit something with a weapon with, yeah. a, with a gun
0: especially like like reblock black hawk down you had mm. thousands of armed somalis with submachine guns and assault rifles firing at a small team of uh a stationary ranger, stationary pinned down small team of uh delta force operators and uh army rangers and didn't kill hardly any of them for like yeah. twenty four hours. It's
1: kind of amazing because it's hard to hit a, a moving human being. I gotta say, my my take on these gunfight scenes has really changed since I fired a since I went shooting for the first time. Yeah, it's not that easy. Mm-hmm.
0: Not at all. Like if you're laying prone at a range, yeah, you can hit. You know, it's it's pretty. But you got the adrenaline pump and, and you're not the,
1: trained. After the first bullet is fired, your aim is way off. Yeah. Especially with an automatic weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway. So
0: I can, a little bit. Now, where did you get the automatic weapons? I don't know, but they established in the first scene, they had some pretty advanced assault weapons with nice optics. Like, this is America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know. And it's not Chicago. Some do (laughs) to do pretty all right knocking over my house. And I'm not even (laughs) really that big of a gun nut. So it's like, down in Georgia... Finding AR-15s, AK-47s, SKSs, you're going to get those all day long.
1: Yeah. First thing I'm doing is I'm going to the fairgrounds. <laughs> what? They, the, the gun, gun and show. knife show. Oh, the gun yeah. and knife show. Yeah.
0: Hopefully the zombie apocalypse will hit right when the gun shows in full speed. There you go. Have you been to the gun show? I haven't. It's a fucking trip, man. Are you going to introduce man. me to it? Dude, we need, you, you need to go. <laughs> it's the craziest alternate universe you've ever seen. It's, it's
1: it's I feel like this is an elaborate setup for you just flexing your biceps.
0: Oh, was I doing that? <laughs> no, I was just like holding my head like disbelief. Okay.
1: Like I said. I'd like I, to go. Anyway, I, I like is...
0: guns, but going to the Gun and Knife show is this like. This is not whew. pertinent. No, it's not. Um, what else? He said, why did Glenn need to break the zombie's arm for a weapon? Just because the writers are pushing Glenn and his badassery on us? Because he could have easily turned around and picked up a few chair legs.
1: <laughs> yeah, he could have.
0: I think it's the intimidation factor. Mm. Like, you could hold, like, like if someone came out with me, like, a shard of furniture, I'd be like, you know, be more apt to just punch him in the face. Comes at me with a jagged, rotting zombie bone, <laughs> I'm going to be, I don't want to even be scratched by that motherfucker. That's true. You know, yeah, like, I'm just, you lethal, I'm just avoiding a lethal wound in a knife, in a, in a furniture, scrap of furniture fight. Mm-hmm. I'm avoiding a mere scratch in a zombie bone shard fight.
1: Yeah, good point.
0: Um, he also has issues if you smash someone through what should have been very thick glass in the aquarium; they yeah. should die. Not sure I'm shown made it out of that alive. Maybe she is a predator. She was all cut up, but this glass isn't that thick. Because uh, I actually have a 20 uh a thirty-gallon yeah. aquarium right behind me, and with I'm heads looking in at the it. side with heads in it, and it's like an eighth of an inch thick. Now, sharp as shit. Yeah. Like this isn't safety glass. No, really. If you break an aquarium, it's that's that's pretty realistic. I'm surprised she didn't get really fucking hurt, but Mm -hmm. I don't think she would have died just from the concussion of it. Hmm. Uh, Eric, uh, Evan C from Houston said, I think it seemed too uh, convenient when Merle turned on the governor or governor turned on Merle. I guess he's looking for a fall guy, but I fear it's going to take most attention out of the Dixon
1: brothers reunion. Hmm. What do you think about that? I disagree. I think this is the most tension they could possibly have in this reunion. Uh, they're poised to fight to the death, right? Uh-huh. Is that what I'm seeing here? Well, I mean that's that's one take. That's the implication. I think he's going to make them fight to the yeah. death, and yeah. then or he'll kill them both.
0: Or you're yeah, right. That's yeah. what I was. That's thinking. the Star Trek. Scenario. Honestly, I didn't get the or kill them both. Or I didn't get the uh, fight to the death. That's going to be an interesting, exciting possibility. Yeah. Um, he also thought it was a narrative mistake to have the Merle be part of the kidnapping and interrogation of Glaggy. Uh, because the idea that Daryl try to integrate Merle back into the group at this point isn't a possibility. I never thought about that. I actually thought well, maybe Merle is rehabilitable, re- you know, being able to be rehabilitated. But mm-hmm. how the hell are they going to sell that to Maggie and Glenn?
1: <laughs> yeah, good point.
0: Yeah, that's at this, that's this a point that be too rough. far. Um. Anyway, he says, "Of course, this is all speculation. That neither brother will be executed at Woodbury." If the, but if they are, I'm going to do a one breaking good listener promise. to Villigan pulled the "it was all a dream" ending. I will flip every goddamn table in a 20 mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my favorite feedbacks. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. I'm w- I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Uh, if 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 both brothers make it out alive uh-huh. next season, that will be that will be a hell of a thing. Um, what if what if, what if uh, Daryl and Merle just head off to the sunset together? Would you accept that? Like, they're just going to break How? off on their own group?
1: Oh, well, they got to get out of this situation first. But, I don't know, but, it but would, I think
0: that would be acceptable.
1: I don't know, man. For the, the relationship that they had before this all happened seems like a very destructive God. one for Daryl. I yeah. would not like that to happen. Right. I could see it happening, but I wouldn't yeah. like it. Okay, fair enough. Uh goes, one more thought. Aaron better
0: be fucking hammered tomorrow night. Point next lives. <laughs> point of fact oh I said Poindexter if he lives through all of season three and I even said not midseason all of season three okay so my liver lives to live another day <laughs> but to uh, be fair you are hammered I'm yeah I've've had a fair amount of whiskey in me yeah. um, Tom P from Detroit did they have flashbangs and tear gas not yes. smoke it goes, but not smoke grenades. Why was no one feeling the effects of tear gas? He goes, I know I'm a military guy, gets hung up on weapons, but whatever.
1: Oh, no, no I think it was flashbangs. I thought it was just smoke. smoke. Yeah, it is. But I thought they made a big point of saying it was tear gas earlier in the season. No, last episode, they specifically said, Are we going to take smokes or flashbangs or something like that? And Daryl was like, Let's take them both.
0: Okay. So I think they do have tear gas, but they probably, I mean, clearly, surely the writers aren't that stupid. You can't just have Daryl wading into cloud of tear no, gas.
1: No, of course not. Uh, Plus, yeah, tear gas is a bad idea because it's liable to just yeah, come were, back the Yeah, the way they face. were
0: using it, it seems like it was for cover. So, yeah, yeah. I, I bought it with smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorge said, just want to say how disappointed I am that Tyrese is going to die. First season episode of season 3.5. Spoiler alert. I mean, did you hear how many lines he had? Geez, he's a goner. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may
1: have made a joke about that.
0: Uh, in my thoughts, we will get Daryl and Merle showdown, but not for each other. Um... Uh, not for each other's groups originally, like we thought, but a fight to the end in the arena for Woodbury's entertainment. Mm-hmm. So that's your take. Yeah, Jorge agreed, With and the he's the only one that wrote that in. So I guess it's like you and him are aligned on the yeah, way. Yeah,
1: we're unified.
0: Um, let's see here. Man, we got a lot. To, we got we got a fair amount to go. Should I should I skip around? Yeah,
1: man, we're at an hour and a half already. Okay, we, we don't have, have much. On the, we don't have much on the
0: spoilers okay. stuff. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm going to have to skip that one. I still have an one. outro to do, too. Um, okay. Tom New said Milton, uh, uh, or Poindexter, as we like to call him, is finally get, or really starting to get my attention. He had some really interesting moments this season, and we keep getting these odd things from him. Uh, in other words, a few episodes ago, when he's collecting walkers from the pit, comments on their eyes. He also made a weird eye comment in this episode. Uh, When he goes in after the governor's incident, he says, oh, my God, I just heard. Are you all right? Your eye, is it? And he's cut off by Merle walking in from the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, He goes, finally, in the last shot of the episode, the camera pans around the governor's droopy dog face with all Woodbury residents shouting and shaking their fists. And the camera rests with Milton just out of focus and not moving a muscle. I totally noticed that.
1: With Did you notice Milton that, out of focus? Yeah, when moving? they
0: when they moved and finally locked the camera, hmm, no. the focus was actually on Milton. He was standing in 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 the background, and he was just like the camera was focused on the governor, so he was blurry. Mm-hmm. But it was the the point of the 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 convergence of the point of view of the camera was pointed right at him. I think there's some big stuff for him. That wasn't Man, an accident. I, I think you
1: might be reading too much into um, the cinematography there because. You're never supposed to show anybody center frame, right? Mm-hmm. You show them it's a two-thirds rule. You show them off to one side. So if the camera's pointing right at Milton, he's not the subject of that, especially if he's blurry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my take.
0: Alex F. had a pretty funny skit himself, but we're out of time to read it. I'll get to the... (laughs) Oh, uh, I saw that. That's a good one. It was a good one. Damn it. Uh, But uh, the juice of his feedback was he wants to complain about what the governor did at the end. His speech was a masterful piece of politicking and pretty much had me cheering. I still like him way more than I think we're supposed to. But the part where he threw Merle under the bus didn't make a whole lot of sense. I understand if he wants to get rid of Merle, but why not just have him killed and then say the terrorists did it? Make him a hero for your people to rally behind. If you make him a traitor. People will start worrying about who they can trust. I guess what I'm saying is hmm. that I'd I'd be a better totalitarian leader than the governor is <laughs> totalitarian. Uh, so yeah, good half season, and for the first time, I'm really looking forward to when the show comes back on. I wish AMC would stop splitting seasons, but whatever. I just hope they don't try that shit with Mad Men. Uh, totally agree. They will. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't think they're going to do it with Mad Men. W- Wiener, Wiener won't let him. Oh, hell no. Yeah. He would literally, I think, quit the show rather than let them fuck around with him Probably. on that. Um, anyway, I'm, I I I agree. This is the first time where I'm, like, looking forward, not with, like, oh, God, I hope this gets better, but, like, yeah, I'm,
1: I hope they keep yeah. it this high. Yeah, I got to say, we questioned Mazera's leadership last season because it was floundering around on the farm, but now i got to say, season 3.1 or 3.0 was really good. And I think
0: if he nails the rest of the season that I will start to buy into the theory that he just had to get the show into a different spot than where
1: Darabont had, Darabont it, yeah.
0: had it. And, you know, he wanted to do it quick and dirty and just get all the pain over it, Like, rip the Band-Aid off fast. Yeah. And that's what the first half of season 2 was.
1: Uh, but I do have to say, this is good in a, a different way than Mad Men. Or the wire or Breaking Bad is good, right? This is good in the action sense. This is good in uh, more of like a twenty-four type sense. Like I want to see what it's what happens next. And suspense, it's not sure. really so much like, oh, I'm really enjoying the character interactions. But here. if
0: they get, that's what I'm saying. If they get that, watch
1: out. Yes, definitely.
0: If they can you bring Mad Men, Breaking Bad levels of character development and characterizations mm. and still keep the zombie action, holy shit.
1: And I thought that's where Darabont was going in the first season, the first season and a half, maybe, um, where he was trying to take it. And then mm. they decided that's not working. Let's get rid of him and let's take this in a different direction.
0: Right. So... Uh, Quickly the outro We are part of the Bald Move Network You can find all our content At baldmove.com Including our full coverage Of Walking Dead Game of Thrones The latest seasons Of Mad Men Justified and Breaking Bad Uh, Don't forget our newest affiliates uh, The Because Show Again this
1: Before we do the Because Show Can we pimp the next podcast That we're going to be doing because this is maybe the last podcast that those people will listen to. A lot of people don't tune into the recap podcast.
0: Oh, what are we doing? Justified? Justified's
1: the next one that comes back on, yeah.
0: Comes uh, back January 6, I think.
1: Yeah, it's early next year.
0: Yeah, so that'll be, and then we've got Walking Dead coming back in, I think, February 16th yeah. ish, in the mm-hmm. middle of February. And then we got, uh, I don't know, they haven't announced when uh, Mad Men's back, but I do know that Game of Thrones comes back 33113. Uh,
1: Oh, okay. So anyway. The Because Show.
0: Oh yeah, the Picasso Show. They had the three third uh three year anniversary cast last week. Uh talked about Netflix for nails, Ralph Lauren teddy bear sweaters, <laughs> and
1: a few hilarious profane that, stories. Yeah, that makes it sound like a lame episode for my particular uh niche. That's like but But it's freaking hilarious. It is. Yeah. Just listen to it, it's really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, give it a chance. Um, also, the boys in the Seattle Personal Arrogance Crew—they didn't have a show last week because Eric got married. Congratulations, congratulations Eric! Congratulations, Eric! Pretty lame fucking reason to miss a podcast <laughs> deadline. I gotta say, whatever, we've never man. missed one, and not, especially not for marriage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, congratulations. <laughs> good luck on that. Uh, if you want to send us feedback, you can do so at the watching, or rather, at uh, like me on Facebook dot com slash bald move. Follow Jim on Twitter dot com slash bald move. Especially in the off season, because you never know when we're going to do like a preview cast or some crazy shit like or that. A one off of Blue Yonder, yeah. Old show. You know, if you want to, you want to <laughs> keep on the latest. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, we always appreciate ratings and reviews on iTunes. You guys have been heroes. Wow, we are yeah. so close to 400 reviews, which will put us at one of the most popular. Uh, I think there's one more ahead of us that like, a, you know, the 14s, 414 or something, but yeah. I think we can crush them in the next week or two. Um, not that it's a competition, yeah. Cr- but <laughs> crush it's away. totally a fucking competition. <laughs> we want to crush these. No, uh- <laughs> I actually enjoy
1: their cast, but okay.
0: Um, no. So we, we appreciate your help. That's what, that's what helps build our audience. Number one thing they can do. Number two thing you can do, tell your friends and family, your coworkers. We appreciate you spreading the news that way. Share our shit on Twitter and Facebook. Also, our Amazon affiliate links, amazon.baldmove.com. Um, you know, it's Chris, Christmas is right around the corner. Amazon's got free next day shipping with Prime accounts and for a lot of, lots of stuff anyway. And they got daily deals. They're really p- pimping this, you know, digital shopping for Christmas stuff hard. They got amazing deals every deal, every day. If you use the amazon.baldmove.com link or the banner at the top of our webpage, we get a teeny tiny cut of their action. And that's what pays the bills, keeps us in booze, keeps electricity flowing, and the hard drive spinning at the bald headquarters. And that's it.
1: Now, you neglected to mention our new Reddit, our subreddit.
0: Oh, so our Reddit experiment. um, And and I I feel like, God, we don't have time to talk about this, but I'm going to take the time. Okay. If you're in this far in the cast, you're you're dedicated. Yeah. You're in for the long haul. You're going to listen to the spoilers probably even. (laughs) So we we did this Reddit experiment. Uh, Reddit's a social link oh come on site? they know what reddit is now, a lot of people don't reddit.com slash r slash bald move uh, we kind of phrase this poorly we're not moving away from facebook or twitter in yeah. favor of this what we really want to do is jim and i are programming nerd types um uh, as our vocation and we want to reddit's got a pretty nice api an application programming interface and we want to get a system to where if you drop feedback on the website or you send us an email that that's going to go through and process through the magic of programming into Reddit threads where people can upvote and downvote. Because right now we are having you know I had to just rampage through probably three people's emails just I wanted to read them didn't have time. It sucks that Jim and I have to make that call. That's yeah. too much power in our hands. We want to make that more of a democratic process. Well,
1: there was also worries that the democratic process might not be as good because you might not get those very specific emails that we we need to talk about for social reasons or for, for other reasons. We'll still read all the feedback. It's not yeah. like we're not checking it out. It's just we're not going to have to aggregate it all and edit it down into a form that we can read yeah, on the show. Yeah, because it's kind of like outsourcing. We will still cherry pick some of the really good ones that we want to read personally. Sure. So.
0: And, you know, the, again, because right now the reality is if you're leaving this feedback on the fa- on the website comments, I'm not even seeing that. Yeah. Because I already got eight, That's like so seven different sources to check and a very limited amount of time. I'm not whining. The other no, thing no, is I don't want to awesome. discourage people from sending a, a feedback. Yeah. But we're trying to make it more democratic and more easy. And hopefully when we come back for Justified, we'll have these systems in place. We're going to try to bust ass in December and see what happens. Yeah.
1: I got some big projects at work, too. So Oh, I really? Know. Shit. Yeah.
0: But one day, (laughs) one of these days, we will rise like the cranky, drunken Phoenix that we are. Uh,
1: Now we're ready for spoilers, right? I think so. Okay. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us through the entire season, Uh, the entire half season. Sorry. Uh, Please tune in for next week's podcast. We will actually have a recap. I
0: want to talk some differences between the comic book and the show, in a non-spoiler way, and then spoil the shit out of it in the <laughs> comic book section. And we'll consider and then kind of
1: where they've left each of these characters. Yeah, and the overall arc for these characters in
0: the half season. We'll talk about it. We'll update our Deadpool's Deathpools. Yeah, and uh, also you comic fans, come out. I want to see what you think about next season and how far they're going to go and where they're going to end it. I got some pretty good ideas. Talk about awesome. that in the spoiler section.
1: All right, well, speaking of spoiler sections, that's it for this episode. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. Let's go ahead and run the spoiler thing for next week.
0: AMC's The Walking Dead returns with new episodes this February. The whole town is out on the street. You and I could end
1: this tonight. I need to go see them. He's coming. I'm not sure where a loyalty lies. What the hell is he doing? Hey, hey. You should stop.
0: Stop what? AMC's The Walking Dead returns this February.
1: Get back here! For a longer look. Oh, God. So, what I noticed. I noticed they spoiled the Daryl thing immediately. Well, the thing is, Daryl's not going to die. He's in the woods. Fuck you!
0: This is how many times have we seen Daryl run through the goddamn woods. Are you so sure that this isn't them fucking with you? I mean, how if many? They're times? They're showing
1: me clips from season two. They they do I'm going to be all pissed. The time? How no, can they you don't. Be pissed? No, they don't.
0: Justified does it. They man. show everyone they, does it. No,
1: they always show new clips. They no, they lie. They I know. Justified shows. All right. Well, maybe they're they're fucking with me. Anyway, I
0: hope not. In reverse order, Herschel's having a confrontation with Rick. Hmm. Um, He's like, get back here. Carl's telling his dad that maybe he should give up being a leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andrea also, I mean, we we for sure know Mm -hmm. that there's going to be some issues with her because she's saying she wants to go talk to her people. Um, She's being the governor's question of loyalty. It looks Mm -hmm. like she's being held at uh, gunpoint at one point. Um, Maggie and Glenn want to end this tonight. What the
1: hell do you think they're talking about? I don't know. I mean, are they going to do a suicidal run like on the, Woodbury, or isn't there a suicide pact in the comic? Could mm. that be what they're doing? Ooh, that they would don't brutal. seem like the type, though. No, no, that no. would be way that happens out of character. Early,
0: early on in the the comic the prison stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, we got we got a lot of shit going on, so let's get right to the spoiler feedback. We'll save a lot of the speculation for next week. Okay. Uh, uh, play the name game though. I want to talk about that. Is the uh, uh, made to suffer? Mm-hmm. was the name of the comic book arc where Tyrese died hmm. in the first in, – in, in, in the comic book series. And I thought it's a clever play that they made the introductory introductory episode of Tyrese be that name.
1: Yeah. No, I like that.
0: So uh, Tom New complains, the preview for season 3.5 gave away way too much. The first shot in the preview is the – Area we are just in with Merle, Daryl, and company. It's heavily smoky, and everyone is on high alert. I can tell you now that Daryl will be rescued very quickly in the first episode, <laughs> and so will Merle. Soon, the preview we see a shot of Daryl in the woods, and most importantly, we see Glenn and Michonne with weapons drawn run up to Rick, Maggie, and what looks like Daryl's uh, Maggie and what looks like Daryl's arm. And he says, "What the hell is he doing here?" Surely, the only person who could evoke hmm. that reaction in both of them is Merle. Merle. Yep. Yep. I look forward to seeing Merle interact with the group. So
1: the, the shot of the smoke uh, that he's talking about inside the arena there, that kind of gives it away, right? Right? The group has to come back for him. I kind of thought that that was kind of smoky anyway. They're really implying
0: that they're going to throw flashbangs <laughs> and smoke in the middle of that and come get him. Why wouldn't flashbangs
1: in the middle of that work? Everybody's looking at the middle. They got so, Throw many, a they got in so there. many
0: guns, though, and so many people. I guess the the crowd's going to panic, and I don't know. I don't, maybe. We'll have to see. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, Noelle, the Captain Albano, says Andrew's going to be Lily from the comics. And maybe another. So Lily's the female character that eventually kills the governor in, in the very end of the arc hmm. when he orders her, them to storm the prison which inadvertently kills Lori and the baby Judith, and she sees this and is like, fuck you, fuck this, and kills the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, maybe another female character will be crowned the queen badass chick of the walking dead. Honestly, with his amazing shooting skills, Carl's turning out to be Andrea's character from the comics thus far. Andrea might as well have been a stormtrooper in the last episode with her poor shooting. <laughs> they can only headshot zombies, folks. The zombies yeah. heads like magnets. I feel like they're setting up Andrea to slow very slowly understand the depths of the governor's evil, maybe only when it's tragically too late. Yes, that's 0 for 2 on Star Wars references, but this episode had me thinking about Star Wars, maybe because of the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi Shane. How about Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon yeah, that's right. <laughs> 3 for 4. 3 for, 0 oh for 3. 0 oh for 3. <laughs> Mike C says, it's interesting that the episode introduces Tyrese's name after the volume of the comics where he dies. Shit.
1: Nope. Mike you, C, I'm going to give you credit it. for
0: the name game. Shame on you. There you go. This cast has been a marathon, Jim. It has. And we it's got a long. lot
1: of editing to do on it. Tons, still. yeah. So we got about another hour of work, even after the episode's over. Yep. And I got to drive home, and it'll take an hour. <laughs> so,
0: so thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, it's been a great season. We'll see you next week for the recap. Yep. Or the the season mid season recap, and oh, yeah. uh, hope for everyone to join us then. If not, we'll see you next season. Hopefully, maybe in Justified. Yeah. We'll, or Game of Thrones or Mad Men or or Frank all Mad, of the above. Bakasha. First arrogance. All right. Thanks, Out.
1: everybody. Bye. Hey, we're back. Let's go ahead and run the spoiler thing for next week. Let's go ahead and run that thing for next week. Let's let's do that thing that we do for next week. What the fuck? Let's run the thing for next week. Cue up the clip for next week. Well, we fucked that up.